Welcome to Grace and Peace Radio. I'm Anthony. And I'm Amy. And together, we talk about applying God's Word to everyday life. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. It's our hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, to Grace and Peace Radio. I am your host, Anthony. And I'm Amy. And we are delighted to be with you. We have a lot to cover today. So we're going to jump right in. Of course, part of that now is trivia. Absolutely. So, Amy, you want to go first? You want to hit me up with a trivia, and then I'll hit you up, and then we'll hit our dear listener up. Yes, we will. Okay. All right. Here's your question. Who built the first city in the Bible? Was it Adam, Cain, Abraham, Noah? Oh, yeah. I guess it would be Cain. Of course, you know, there's two ways you think about that. You can think of the fact that Cain was the oldest one of the ones listed. Oh, no, he said Adam. That's right. Mm -hmm. Never mind. I forgot about Adam. That's okay. Yeah, but no, it's Cain. The problem is I was already thinking of... Was it Lamech? Nod. Oh. So I was kind of... I was already off on a different... That's okay. I I was thinking Lamech. Now I I can't say it. (laughs) I call him Lamech. Lamech, yeah. Lamech, who knows? Yeah, I don't think he was French. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Uh, okay, try me. Oh, I'm still on Lamech. <laughs> Lamech, beyond the sea. Oh, brother. Somewhere. I can't sing anymore of that because we'll have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> we can't afford that. Oh, my word. We can't afford it, and the listeners can't tolerate it. Mm. All right, so, Amy, yours is spell. Oh, this is a good one. This is a spelling one. Oh, It's time for a spelling Uh bee, Amy. All right, now, you got to do this one just like they made you do it in grade school. You got to say the word, then spell it, then say the word. Say the word. Okay. Spell the battlefield Armageddon. Remember, say the word. Armageddon. A-R-M-A-G-E-D-D-O-N. Armageddon. Nailed it. Yes. Well done. I used to be good at spelling when I was a kid, so I'm pretty happy about that. Well, good job. Ah, Thank you, thank you. So you faced a spelling apocalypse, and yet (laughs) you came through it with flying colors. Oh, my word. Spelling apocalypse, huh? See, and then I'm not going to say it right. Yep. All right. So you want to uh, you want to pick one for the listeners, or, or would you like me to do that? I'm not liking what I've got over here, so well, what, you what's yours look like? One. Here, I'll see what. Ready? We'll get, even get some sound effects going. <laughs> oh, yes. flipping through, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to pull one from the bottom. And there you go. Read oh. read the middle one. The middle one. I'm just one. randomly picking one. I don't even know what it is. All right. So here's here's the middle one. Out and then of we'll this. come back to the answer at the end of the mm-hmm. show. So listeners, here's your question. What relative was Joseph to Rachel? Okay. Let's say it one more time. What relative was Joseph to Rachel? So make sure we come back to that. All right. Very good. So this week, Amy... What's new with you? <laughs> the Adventures if, of Amy. If if listeners could see you, what would they notice? 
Well, they would notice that I have a healing black eye. And I say healing because it's now a sickly yellow from the wretched various shades of purple that it was pretty much most of last week. Now, see, we'll get to the black eye bit in a second, but let me just stop you right there because you're, you're rather pessimistic about this. Instead of <laughs> calling it a sickly yellow, eh, well, why not call it a joyful jaundice? <laughs> that sounds so much better. <laughs> I mean, come on, be positive. Uh, be positive, be alliterative, <laughs> be a Baptist. That's right. Okay, so what happened, Amy? How'd you get this black eye? Okay, folks, here's the deal. It's 4 a.m. a week ago today. So today is Monday. So it was a week ago last Monday, 4 a.m. From the day that we're recording this. Mm-hmm. And I wandered into the bathroom, took a sip of water, turned around, and have no idea how it happened, but I did a face plant into the bottom of the tub and I cut my eyebrow. And the amazing thing with that was I didn't realize I was bleeding and I didn't have the light on. And by the time I figured out I was bleeding and turned the light on, it kind of looked like a crime scene. <laughs> it really did. Yeah. yeah there, there was blood all over the bathroom. Yeah. And I mean, it wasn't gushing, thankfully. No. It was a relatively small, maybe about an inch cut above your eye, really just on the line of your eyebrow. Mm -hmm. And it actually had stopped bleeding mm -hmm. yeah. by the I, time we were getting dressed. And I going was already to the ER. up because I had just gotten up a few minutes before because I don't sleep. So I get up crazy early. And I heard this horrible thud sound. And I thought it was our neighbor because we live in a, like a townhouse kind of thing. So. I thought it was our neighbor and I'm like, man, and I'm waiting to hear somebody ye like yelling or moaning or like, help, help. And I didn't hear anything. And then a few minutes later, you come out going, I fell. And I'm like, oh my word, that was you. Yep. So then we go to the ER mm -hmm. and I, lo I look at it and like you said, it had stopped bleeding by that point. And uh, I said, yeah, we, we got to take you to the ER. You're going to need some stitches. And to which I was thrilled because me and needles aren't on the best of terms, but I agreed with him that it needed to get looked at. Yeah. Because so, I did. I hit hard. <laughs> yeah, you did. And, well, I don't know how much we want to dive into the details of this, but the bottom line is... Yeah, three hours later, I had two stitches and had taken some meds to settle my stomach because I had an upset stomach. They did a CT scan. And frankly, that was the part I was the most worried about I was because I my neck and shoulders hurt really bad way worse than my head. And uh, so the CT scan came back that there was no fracture and nothing had happened to my neck, which was what I was concerned about. I just felt like someone had wailed on me with a two by four by the time we got home. And that was it. You know, we, we came home and we got two stitches. We came mm -hmm. home and, and that was it. And I went to bed, Yeah, <laughs> took a, a migraine med. And that, and that was the irony because I was going into the bathroom debating whether I should take a Maxalt because I already had a headache. And then I definitely needed one by the time we got back. So then it was about a day or so later, I think, that it occurred to me, maybe as we started talking about it, and really trying to figure out what happened. Because mm -hmm. to this day, we still have no idea how this went down. Because how you turn around in that bathroom and where the the wall is and where the tub is, it doesn't make any sense at all how a person could end up 
however you ended up. You don't mm-hmm. even know because the light was off and right. you got up quickly. I did. Um, I mean, I was, I didn't black out because I was thinking and then I was down and then I immediately got up. And so, yeah. yeah. So then as we were trying to figure this out and just would talk about it that day and the next day, whatever, it occurred to me that really both of us, but we started realizing, wow, you know, the Lord really protected you because it could have been way worse. Mm-hmm. You could have broken a rib as you hit the tub wall. Mm-hmm. You, you could have really bashed your face. If that was just a half an inch closer to your eye, you would have busted your My orbital socket. socket. Mm-hmm. If it was an inch the other direction, you would have hit your temple. And who knows what would have happened right. with that. And so there were all these different things that we started thinking about, like, wow, mm-hmm. the Lord really protected you. And there was no fracture, you know, mm-hmm. my neck was fine, the spine, and, you know, yep. spine showed is fine. Yep. And, um, the, you know, there was no swelling in the brain or anything right. like that. So it got us thinking that even though really, the, and this is the kind of the point of the, this episode, is that even though the Lord allows things like this to happen in our lives, mm-hmm. right? I mean, believers are not immune to this sort of thing. Even when he does that, he does it in a way that there is grace. And there's mercy. You know, I I was trying to find the quote before we got recording, and I couldn't find it, but I believe it was D.L. Moody that talks about how God gives grace at every specific moment when you need it. And he goes through pretty much all these circumstances in life, and you know, and then when there's when you need dying grace, that's when you get dying mm-hmm. grace. And yeah, so I forth. seem to remember that. And you know, when you need go to the ER grace, God gives go to the ER grace. Mm-hmm. When you get a needle that you don't want, God gives right. get a needle grace. You know, I was at the dentist a couple weeks ago and I got a couple crowns. I know I got crowns in this life. I expect more <laughs> in the next. Oh, my word. I'm surprised <laughs> that one hasn't come up before. <laughs> it was just okay. a foretaste of what's to come. But anyway, we digress. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just make it about me. No, but um, but again, God gives grace for all even even those little things like the dentist or whatever. But but God gives grace for whatever trial comes our way, mm-hmm. and even in that, there's mercy. That frankly, it could be worse. That's it. You know, it's one of those things. I really wasn't which isn't always usual for me. I really wasn't lamenting, Lord, why did you let this happen? I mean, that was supposed to be my day off. I was taking that Monday off, and that didn't go as planned. Uh, But then when we really were thinking about how it could have gone down, it was just amazing. And, you know, talk about the grace. I get scared very easily with medical stuff, you know, being in doctor's offices and those kinds of things. And so the Lord did give grace. You know, I was concerned about the CT scan, and he got me through that. And then I knew there was going to be at least two stitches in there. And he gave me grace when the doc was giving me the shots to numb it to do the stitching. So, mm-hmm. and again, this is this is comparatively small compared to even you know things that you listeners may be dealing with or oh, have dealt sure. with in your life. We we understand that. Mm-hmm. And we're not at all trying to make this sound like a big deal. It's just one of those things that in life, when things like this happen or a car accident or whatever, there's grace even in that. There's God's mercy even in how it all 
gets worked out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, myself, I've, I've been in car, you've been in car accidents yep. where we look back and go, wow. You know, I mean, because mm-hmm. I remember the one I was in, I'm at the light and I'm out of the way. I'm, I'm just stopped at a light and some guy comes barreling through the intersection and hits another guy and ricochets off him and hits me, mm-hmm. spins me around and, and my car and end up hitting a brick embankment, whatever. But again, it could have been so much worse. Right. And so again, there's God's mercy in all of these things that happen. Mm-hmm. As believers, we can rest and be comforted knowing that even in these trials, God's mercy is there. Absolutely. And we just saw it day to day. And even just resting in his comfort, because sort of, I don't know, as a result of this or just thinking about, you know, how did this really happen? I was just really emotional all week last week. And I just finally stepped back to say, you know what? You had a big thing happen for me, you know? Sure. And so it's okay. Just rest in the Lord and... He's not judging you for this. Right. It's not like I was murmuring. It right. Just, it just was an emotional time. Sure. If we could see what our trials are made of, if, if we could see our trials in front of us and they looked like, I don't know, a pie chart or something like mm-hmm. that, just something where you can actually see it physically. If, if we could see what they were made of, these things that the Lord allows in the lives of his children, if we could see their makeup, they are made up more of grace and mercy than pain. That's a we good point. we often focus on just the the pain part, the trauma mm-hmm. part, the the difficult part, the the thing that's there. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked a couple episodes ago about losing dad and Suzanne. Right. You know, we we see that, mm-hmm. but I think as believers, we have to step back and really try to think of it like. We're only focusing on one small piece of this pie. Now, granted, mm-hmm. it can be an awful, difficult, dark, tumultuous, whatever word you want to use, right? piece of the pie, mm-hmm. but it's still only one part. And if we could see the whole thing, there's so much more grace and mercy attached to it mm-hmm. than we often think of. Right. And again, I'm not trying to be trite or cliche about it. No, absolutely not, because we've... You know, just what we said two episodes ago about what happened with you and us in November with Dad and Suzanne, and we know other people who have suffered tremendous loss in a variety of ways within their lives Mm -hmm. and are going through severe trials even now. But we also know some of those people that are continually looking at to the Lord in that and are amazingly shining Christ's light. Mm Mm-hmm even in the midst of a trial that I'm looking at it thinking, how do you do that? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And before, again, before we hit record, I was thinking too about what Paul said about his own trials. And when you can, when we consider all the the trials and the sufferings of of Paul, I I thought of second Corinthians four, 17 and 18, where he kind of adds them up and reckons them all light and momentary affliction. What he says is, for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. 
So these are just light and momentary afflictions. They're afflictions, nonetheless. Oh, definitely. But in the overall scheme of things, they're, they are light and momentary. And they make up really an infinitesimal part of our eternal life. Mm-hmm. He goes on to say, they're preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Can't even compare it. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. And it really is hard to wrap our minds around that Mm -hmm. because we have such finite minds. To wrap our minds around the idea of the not here and what we're looking forward to in eternity. Yeah. And again, it really comes down to that's why we as believers – it's so important to be in the Word every day. Oh, it's so important to, mm-hmm. to be with the Lord because that helps orient us to every day we are reminded, I am eternal. You know, I'm an eternal creature that this life is short, heaven awaits. Mm-hmm. How do I serve the Lord today? You know, all those things mm-hmm. that we talk about. This is not our home. This is exactly. not our permanent home. So that's a story of another story of God's grace to us. Mm-hmm. So a couple of minutes left. I've got three quick updates. Okay. Number one, by God's grace, as you're hearing this, I should be my last week of my MBA. Yes. So praise the Lord for that. Mm -hmm. And keep praying. I got one more week. I got to finish well. The the term ends March 6th. So, And then as soon as the term ends, I am on a plane. I am heading to ShepCon Mm -hmm. again. And I'm very thankful to the folks at Shepherd Press who – Allow me to work their book table. Mm -hmm. So I'll be there. If anybody is going to be there, come say hi. So there's that. And then lastly, we haven't really even discussed this, but we've had the opportunity again to try to complete our ACBC biblical counseling certifications. Mm -hmm. So we're working through that, trying to get some counseling hours and just praying that the Lord would allow us to finally finish that so we can get certified and yes we'd like be to, good to go. we'd like to have that as a yeah completed i mean we want to help we want to use it yep but it's also one of those things just personally we just want to be able mm-hmm. to say yeah. we have finished this yep so yeah. we've got about a few seconds left and we need to find out how is joseph related to rachel Amy, yeah, so what if you, you got? remembers the question is what relative was joseph to rachel which I honestly think is a very awkward way to phrase that, but okay. All right, you listeners, he was Rachel's son. Joseph was Rachel's firstborn. Very good. Now you know. Now you know. I'm sure you already knew, but anyway. That's right. But we appreciate you guys playing along. Exactly. And we appreciate you joining us every single week as you do. Yes, we thank are, you. We are so thankful for that. And once again, we are thankful to the Christian podcast community, to the Society of Reformed Podcasters. We're thankful mm-hmm. to BookSugarSweet.com. Yes. All these ways that the Lord has been gracious to us. Mm-hmm. And we trust that this coming week, he will continue to be gracious to you. So thanks very much for listening. Lord bless you. And Lord willing, we will talk to you next time. Take care, all. Grace and Peace Radio is honored to be a member of the Christian Podcast Community and the Society of Reformed Podcasters. For more information, 
visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com or on Facebook. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.